Hello. Waiting on a guest to join. We're gonna have uh, Brad Williams. Sorry, I'm looking to make sure my phone isn't gonna fall off again. Uh, Brad Williams talk about education, if you will, through uh, the pandemic, but just in general as well. Uh, daily 15, which is 24. I don't know what I'm going to call it yet, but um, this this might actually take a little bit longer than 15 minutes, but uh, but that's all right. And so um, looks like he's getting here. He has requested to join live. There we go. So now I'm just waiting on him. So, anyways, yeah, uh, having kids myself, um, understand. Yo, hey, you got me. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I'm in my kitchen, so I had to change my angle a little bit. How's this? This looks pretty good right here. Yeah, you look good to me. All right, cool. Can you hear me all right? Yep, can you hear me? I can. I'm just turning you up to make sure. Okay. So I was just doing a little introduction like I I have done before. Brad Williams just talking about, uh, well, this is the Daily 15. I haven't figured out the name yet, but... Um, I think we determined we were going to talk a little bit about education. Um, and uh, like I, I said, it might go a little longer than 15 minutes. But, no uh, but I thought it was a great, uh, a great topic. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, especially right now with the way things are, schools being in person, then, then, faith, then uh, going remote, and then doing a mix of hybrid. So... I mean, it's it's tough right now for us teachers because I used to be able to just get my lesson plans done really quick, and yeah. now it's like do your lesson plans, but load all that information into Google Classroom and find the resources you need to be able yeah. to teach the class. So I've had to do a lot more different things, and I haven't been able to do a lot of the things I like to do in the classroom because I've been online. So yeah. that's what's been making it a lot of di- a very difficult. Yeah, one thing, uh, as you said, that came to mind was when I got my MBA, um, believe it or not, I'm smart on paper, but when I got my MBA, I remember strictly looking for a program that was in class, because even though, you know, I was busy with work, had a family, all this stuff, for me, I'm the type of person that I I really do my best learning in person, where I can ask questions, where I can listen and hear it, as opposed to read it. Yeah, same here. Um, And so, it it would be terrible if this is the way that I had to do it, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Oh, I totally agree because uh, I well, next. If we do like a longer version of this one time, I will explain like a lot of uh, what what the thing, what the, the, the hoops we had to jump through. But our kids aren't allowed to have certain technology, like no social media at all. Oh, that's right. And one of the things that's blocked is YouTube. And I've been using YouTube videos in my class to explain some things. Well, the only thing the way the kids can see it when they're online is when I share my screen. Otherwise, it's blocked down there. So they can't work offline with it. Right. So that makes it difficult. So I've had to so I have to put extra stuff on there with them. So that makes it difficult. Whereas if we're all in class, I can show it on there and have no worries and right. be able to give them the resources they need and actually walk around and help them. So that's what I like about being in class versus in person. In person, it's just like after a while, you have to hope they can find the stuff online and get it done. 
and work through it. Yeah. Why don't you uh, take, like I said, we're going to try and keep it as short as possible. Why don't you take 30 seconds to just talk about the type of students you have and, and, um, you know, some of the challenges that would face your students that maybe normal students wouldn't. Okay. Um, I, um, I teach at uh, Clearview Ford Academy on the campus of Vista Marie in Dearborn Heights. And a lot of the kids I teach have been either, um, they're fostered. They, some of them have been sex trafficked. Um, they've run away or yeah. maybe their parents just left them there. Yeah. Uh, they've committed crimes or have some mental instability. So that's where I teach. And a lot of them, uh, depending on what level they're at, live in certain dorms or certain buildings there. Like there are different names like Beata, uh, Don Maria, um, Lord's Hall, or those two are gone actually, Lord's Hall and Don Maria, but Rose Hall. So they're all in different halls and they're not allowed to have any like type of social media, a lot of different technology, just because there might be people looking for them that shouldn't know their location. Oh, right. That's a good point. So, yeah. And they come to school every day. Uh, they Or they would come to the school. But now they're online. So they just go through their normal day um, online in class. Just go to their class to class. And we use Google Meet. And we'll give them, like, a certain, like, password to follow. Just, like, mine is uh, William's class. All the kids know to jump to that Meet. And I use jump between the classroom and the Google Meet to be able to talk to them and stuff. I mean, it's yeah. not that bad. It's pretty fun to be able to see them and stuff. But right. it could be in person in, a, in a, about another week and a half. Oh, okay. Well, that's nice. Yeah, it, it's yeah. interesting because my kids in Indiana have been in school, quote, unquote, the entire time. So they were doing three, two or three, day, three days, mm -hmm. vir no, three days in school, two days virtual. Okay. But their their classes were doing that last year. They I think like every Wednesday or every other Wednesday they were already doing that, and they would have okay. one day where they would start late. So mm -hmm. they were a little ahead of this game. Yeah. You know, before they all have iPads or, or Chromebooks or something that were issued by the school. Right. Um, so they were actually I, I feel like from what I've heard I'm I'm not with them every day, but they were in a better place than you know maybe I'm in Chicago now. And mm -hmm. it just seems like it would have been hell because, you know, you've got some lower income areas. Mm -hmm. You've got, uh, you know, just the school district as a whole not having a yeah. ton of funding. So, yeah, I I mean, our kids are there um, all the time, uh, you know, and they are in class. And they, they like being in class because they like to be able to actually like see the other kids in their buildings mm -hmm. or in the other buildings on the screen. They like to see their teachers and just interact with them. So right. it's, we're kind of actually, we're really good with it now, but at the beginning of the year, it was really hard to do because we were doing the hybrid just like your kids where we were going on um, every other, we had, we'd have actually a group in the classroom. The right. other half would be in a conference room in the school. So we'd be broadcasting to them to keep the class sizes down. Right. And every Friday we would be, totally off that would be the day where the building gets clean we'd be virtual all day so none of us would be there so that's how we work that but now um we're just totally online for the time being until the 19th okay so there's there's so many themes and and you know and i'm, I'm gonna try and keep an eye on time but there's so many yep. th themes around this time 
for everyone, right? It's 2020 yeah. was one of the hardest years we've had and, you know, people losing jobs or production oh, yeah. or losing family members. Let's not forget that. Um, yeah, exactly. Or friends or, or everything or, or just the isolation in itself. Even if none of those other bad things happen to you, it's just a tough thing. But I don't think enough people that don't have kids or that have kids in a certain situation that, like I said, that was better prepared for it you know, understand exactly the type of future outcome this is going to have, right? Because there's a time when, you know, there was a week, I think, that my kids had to stay with me. We had a little COVID scare. Um, Everyone was obviously fine. But um, there was a week they had to stay with me. And, you know, they're doing their work. Now, one of my sons is like a grade or two ahead in a lot of his classes. so, Mm -hmm. So obviously, he knocks out his work like it's nothing. Um, My other one, you know, it's and, you know, gets great grades, but, you know, it's not ahead. But both of them were done with their work. You know, they'd wake up at 7.38, maybe, mm-hmm. while they were here, and they'd be done by 11.30 or 12. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and I'm thinking, you know, one, is it just because, you know, there's not the distractions, there's not a break, there's not lunch, there's not all these things while they get done so fast, or are they not learning as much, or – you know, is it something else? So I'd, I'd love to hear a teacher's outlook on that. Um, it sounds like that they had more of like an open schedule to where they could work on their own and get the get the work done whenever they wanted, right. as long as they got it done and turned it in. For did they sure. actually now did they actually have to attend a class or were they just doing work from the class? Well, and so this was a different situation in that they were with me because you know, like I said, thought to be COVID. So the rest of their mm-hmm. classmates were still in school. So it, okay. just, you just reminded me that it might have been that this was, since it was a different thing, it, it wasn't their normal schedule. Now, one of them did have to attend a class online. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, I think two or three of the of the days he was with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, so there was that. But, but I mean, okay. even still, I'm like, and, and mind you, like, you know, I'm, I'm grilling them, too. I'm going through it, going through yeah. the homework and checking it, and it's right. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I guess if this is it, go play Xbox, yeah. I guess. I don't know what to yeah. say. Yeah, so what we did when we uh, first were online early in the year because we had to shut down the school for a little bit, we um, we let the kid. we did an open schedule, and the kids could just uh, – we had to stay on our meet all day. And kids, if as long as they were in your class, could pop in. They'd get the work. And they could work on it on their own. And if they got done early, then they were just pretty much done for the day, except they'd have to right. check in with the teacher just to see the teacher, let them know how things were going. Right. But now we actually go through our full day. Like mm-hmm. my first hour, it's a social emotional learning class that goes from 813 to like 847. They stay, they come to that class. We go through the whole lesson. And then we have like a, then they'll get some work to do on it. And they stay in class the whole time to work on it. Then when it's done, they can go to the next hour. And my kids are actually, my kids are actually doing pretty well. They are getting the information, they're getting work with it. And they're actually doing pretty well. I've been really pleased with how things have been going so far with this. And I can see it's kind of wearing on them a little bit. They're ready to come back. But no, I, they're, they're working pretty well with it. And a lot of kids are retaining a lot of the information. So I've been really happy. All of us teachers have been happy with it, with how it's gone at our school. 
So then the next question would be, so you don't think there would be a deficit between kids that have gone to school, that got to go to school? I mean, mind you, it's only been probably a, a school year, maybe a yeah. school year and a half worth of yeah. this. But but you don't think there will be a deficit? Because I, all I can think about is like high school students, like, mm -hmm. like juniors or seniors that yeah. are getting integral, are supposed to be getting integral information. Now they're more independent. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. But yeah to go to college right after this it's like uh are, are, are they gonna be ready yeah and see i mean i can only go by what our kids are going through and what ages are the are the kids you work with i work with eighth grade through 12th grade girls all girls okay so yeah you're, you're high school yeah yeah it's i guess it's gonna depend on the class that they yeah. have because a lot of it is i mean a lot of the kids are we had some people actually move move grade level during the school year so that because uh, they advanced so fast. So that was pretty good. Yeah. But as far as like getting some of the advanced college classes, I think that might be difficult at a time just yeah. to go from, you know, right now where it's we're at this level where it's computer working online to then jump right away into a big lecture hall where you've got major deadlines and you got to be paying attention the whole time. I think that might be difficult because right now it's just kind of, you know, working easily with it right but i mean it's it's i guess we'd i guess i kind of have to see it down the line how the yeah. kids progress through school and in the higher education once they get out of high school for sure for sure because I, I i even posted something what did i post i said it said something like uh you think it's bad now 20 years from now the country's going to be ran by kids that were homeschooled by alcoholics <laughs> i think i saw that yeah, yeah, which I mean, you know, parents are going crazy too. So if mm -hmm. the, you know, for those full virtual kids, I mean, mm -hmm. I, it's a joke, obviously, but for the parents that are, you know, going through whatever hardships, whether it just be mental health or, or if it is, you know, losing family or, yeah, you know, and they're the ones that are supposed to be helping kids with their work. Um, you know, how how's that? You know, how's it going? Who who? Who's going to make up any, like I said, deficit? Yeah, exactly. Happened. Yeah, so. that would be, I think that's been, you know, our kids, they don't go to their parents, obviously, because they're taken away. They have therapists and stuff, and they work with them the best they can. They have, we have, are getting some tutors that are going to come in and work with the girls. So that'll be, yeah. so that'll be a major help. But yeah. The, pe the people that watch this, the girls in the class are doing a remarkable job helping them, getting work to them, getting work back to us that we've sent over. Yeah. So they've done pretty well with it. And I think that's why our girls have been relatively successful. Cause it's been just with us and uh, working with the staff at Vista Maria has been, been amazing. They've been collaborating really well. Yeah. And, and so as you spoke about that part earlier too, I, I think, you know, something that we say for another day is I'd love to hear your thoughts on the difference in schooling that your students get versus, you know, just a kid that would go to a normal public school. Right. Because like you said, your first period was what social, social, um, emotional learning. Yeah. Right. And that to me, knowing what I know, I mean, I was, uh, I have my MBA. So there was some, a little bit of psychology that went into that. Uh, I think I technically had a double major in economics and, and communication so there was obviously some some cultural stuff that went into that mm -hmm. how is that not a class that kids should be getting at at public school the same way you know yeah we get yeah we get that because a lot of our girls don't 
haven't been able to get the social skills yeah a lot of the other ones have and we started a new curriculum which has been working really well and the kids are actually the kid i i actually that's one of my favorite classes to teach because yeah. we have good discussions on it it's on like coping with stress handling emotions inducing positive emotions which they need so lear learning about the brain how like where their anger goes yeah so but it really has helped our girls and i can I can see it in their attitudes and just how they act in class. So, which is, we hadn't had that three years ago and yeah. now we do. And it's been going great for them. I'm glad we started it. Yeah. I actually have two questions off that one. Do you feel like, because they're, they're young people have who have, I, you know, I don't want to assume, but have experienced more, uh, more, have more experience, life experience, negative, <laughs> positive, whatever. Do you feel like that brings a different like brand of student? Because like you said, oh. good conversations. I mean, there's there's just certain stuff that they would know or have seen. Yes. That, you know, someone that a child that hasn't just won't even have that experience. Which you know, I don't want to say one's good, one's bad. Obviously, mm -hmm. but um, I I think that'd be interesting. Yeah, I mean, oh, it's I can tell the students appreciate when we go when we help them. Um, yeah, I've gotten just like notes from kids. And so like this one girl, I put like, I'm, I teach PE too, besides science. And I was just pushing her in class just to, you know, you got to participate. I know you don't like phys ed, but if you participate, you're going to do well. You'll do fine. I told you I grade on participation quite a bit. And yeah. when she got discharged, cause our girls, they might not make it through the year because, um, when they're, like I said, they're there after they're just, when their discharge date comes. They're allowed to leave and go back to their normal school. Okay. But when she left, she left me a note and I looked at it and said, thanks for not giving up on me. So yeah. that means a lot right there. I mean, that's one of the, like, I was like, oh yeah. Yeah. It's stuff like that that makes a difference. But yes, they really, I mean, they really appreciate when we help them go out of their way, send them extra stuff to do. So yeah. it's a totally different brand. And, and so the second question was then, do you feel like the that type of school, because my dad's from Jamaica, um, he has a, a friend who's a, who was an emergency brain surgeon. I think now he just has spine and brain normally, <laughs> but they both being international, like from the time they're five or six, they go to a boarding school. Yeah. Right. And because they're in this fo super focused, you know, pushing them, I almost feel like they come out advanced for going to the next level, right? They, I think they both ended up going to college younger than yeah. than someone would in the United States. Do you feel like your program in the long run, if, if a student is there long enough, would end up being a little bit ahead just because they have this focus on school? Because for instance, a kid that's just at home, you know, if his parents don't get involved and he can just go to school and play around at school and then come home, grades or whatever, you know, mm -hmm. he's just going to be as, as far as someone will push him, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I've, I mean, I don't have – I've heard a few stories about our kids coming out and going into upper education, like getting into a college, because it's really hard for a lot of them, too, to right. get in there. When they, when they do get into one, they do really well. We've had – one girl goes to Wayne State on numerous clubs there, on yeah. in one of the councils there. So she does really well with that. Um, but I think what helps our kids a lot 
just to keep them in is they're so it's so structured our school is so structured That's what I was, yeah kind of what yeah I was asking. like with the schedules and stuff like right when when they get out I know they have a structure in their building they follow. So, and that's why a lot of kids enjoy my class because I stay on a tight schedule in there. Right. So that's why, I, and I think that, like, I agree with you that they're really on track because they're so structured. They're so used to that. And later in life, you have to learn to be on a tight schedule like that and right. be focused. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll, we'll wrap it up here. Um, I, what, what, I don't know what kind of advice you give, but what kind of advice would you give parents that are, are like thrust into this? Because you, once again, you've got so many different factors that go into this. You've got some parents, working parents that yeah. are now forced to be at home more just for that. Or, right. you know, even if they're working and they're out of the home, like, you know, how are they supposed to be responsible for what their kids are doing at home? And I don't mean mm -hmm. like acting up, but I mean like the schoolwork getting done and all that kind of stuff. What's, what's a couple things you would give some parents to just say, Hey, just make sure you check this or, or try and do this. Yeah. You're on the right track. Um, I, for a lot of it is I, um, which is telling me, you know, just to be patient with the school and with their son or daughter yeah. and, you know, just to trust them to get to work, to get the work done. Yeah. I know they'll want to check in. I know teachers will be sending emails to check right. the work, check to make sure they're going to class, Yeah, but just to be patient with them and to kind of just trust uh, the teachers and to trust your son or daughter to get the, to do go to class, get the work done when they're not home. I mean, depending on what grade they're in, I'd say if they're younger, you have to yeah. keep a little bit more eye on oh, them. Yeah. But once you get into more high school, I mean, the kids are starting to grow up a little bit more, mature a little bit more. They should be good enough to get on a schedule and to be able to have, I'd say the integrity to get their work done. Yeah. and get it done with quality for sure for sure and and no i definitely want to schedule to, to have a more in-depth call i i really appreciate you, you yeah absolutely out some time it was great but yeah. uh and there's a lot of other topics not just this that obviously we've talked about discussing mm -hmm. so yeah i appreciate it it was uh daily 15 we, we might call it education or something like that okay for uh brad williams his uh his instagram handle will be in the in the comments or whatever so Thanks, man, and, and we'll catch up soon. Yep, thanks a lot for having me. Appreciate it. You got it. Yep. See ya. See ya.